Come on, you schnorris! Do something! Halfback passes to the center. Back to the wing. Back to the center. Center holds it. Holds it. Holds it. Halfback passes to center. Back to wing. Back to center. Center holds it. Holds it. Holds it! Hello. I am a robot. You are listening to Scorchio. A 200% podcast. Hello games fans, and welcome to Scorchio, the podcast where we review old football video games. Yes! Last week we went back to 1982 for Football Manager, the grandfather of the genre of management games. This week we're going back to 1995 and FIFA Soccer 95. Well, strictly speaking, 1994. Uh, It's called... it's pure technicality. Yeah, well, the technicality being that that's not its name. Well, no, I mean, obviously, that's the way football yeah. works. But FIFA 95 was released midway through December 1994. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So, FIFA International Soccer. Isn't it? It's, it's now the biggest games, football, certainly football games franchise in the world. Sold more than any other. Yeah. And uh, it, it came from very humble origins. Um the first uh, iteration of the game came about in 1993. And Electronic Arts, EA Sports, it's in the game. <laughs> um, they weren't actually particularly interested in it in the first place. They didn't particularly think it would sell. Association football was not a uh, primary interest in their two biggest markets for the Mega Drive slash Genesis which were the United States of America and Japan. The USA didn't have a National League at the time, didn't have a National League until Major League Soccer in 1996. And there was a feeling at the time that the World Cup had been a flash in the pan. Nice event, all jolly good fun, but probably wasn't going to come to anything over there. So they palmed it off to uh, one of their subsidiary studios in Vancouver in Canada from whence the game is still produced Uh, there are 10,000 people now work on FIFA every year Um, do you know how many it was in 1994 for FIFA 95 Um, I would guess probably no more than 30 it was 12 12 people oh Uh, there you go that's, that is yeah. no more than and that. The, and the reason the game is uh, called FIFA is because EA believed erroneously that as things were with NHL and Major League Baseball and NFL, that football was run on a franchise system. So they bought the rights to the game from FIFA and 
FIFA said thank you very much and took the money. Uh, but they didn't really have any control over the rights. So uh, no. the first two iterations of FIFA have no official player names on them. And uh, they had to go around. No, there's no real kits. Yeah. There's no real um, logos. There's no real stadiums. Yeah, there's no real anything. And EA had to go around to all the individual leagues and buy up the rights one by one. But this had a significant effect on the early development of the game. Firstly, it was being done by enthusiasts. Had it just been done by EA in-house in the USA, the chances are it would have come out a very different game. It might have ended up looking like NBA Jam, a two-on-two basketball game. It might have been more uh, aligned with FIFA Street which came out a little bit later and was bundled with FIFA 98, I think. And then, of course, yeah, and then, yeah. of course, they brought out their own version of it, just FIFA Street in about 2005, I think. Uh, but it did mean that the game was was run by, uh, was, was produced by enthusiasts. And it also meant um, that it stuck very rigidly to the code which has become the hallmark of FIFA over the last sort of just over a quarter of a century, which was to try and make it as realistic and close to the game as possible and to not turn it into a kind of lightweight arcade game, which was all the rage at the time. Most football games of the era didn't attempt realism uh, from the very, very worst to the very, very best. But this one was an attempt to simulate association football and that has really become the hallmark of the game over the last couple of decades is that it's been a constant process of refinement to try Mm. to get the game slowly strangling all of the fun and joy out of it exactly i mean i the last iteration of fifa i played was fifa 2017 on the ps4 uh, I haven't bought it since. I used to get it every year. I, I went through a phase of getting both it and Pro Evolution every year. Then I stopped getting Pro Evolution after I think it was Pro Evolution six, maybe seven. It was the one of the first ones that came out on the PS3, and it was dog dirt. So I was all in with FIFA at that point, and I I bought it probably every year until about 2015 and or 2014 maybe. Then skipped a couple of years, and then got FIFA 2017 when I got my PS4. Uh, but I haven't really bought it since the first one, and that's not because I didn't enjoy it. You know, I did, I very much enjoyed FIFA 2017 on the PS4. Uh, it was graphically stunning. It looked like watching a match on the TV. It was quite, you know, weird at times. Uh, but I haven't been I haven't been with it the last three or four years, and that's really I think because the franchise has moved away from here's some football, play some football games, that was the football. And this whole kind of story mode thing and trying to sandbox it, I'm yeah, I, I ain't really interested in that, I'm afraid. So, um, but we're going right the way back to the second game in the series. I don't know why I chose the second one. I could have chosen the first one, couldn't I? But uh, 
Well, yeah, but I think this is the first real FIFA game because this, when when FIFA International Soccer came out, I know you have to. This is very much my era now. FIFA International Soccer comes out in 1993, uh-huh. and it is sort of roundly greeted as being a real sort of step forward in in the football video game market, which uh, you know to a certain extent it was. And then this game follows it. 11 months later. So this is the first real FIFA game as we understand FIFA now. In that it's basically I. the same as the year we're before. Gonna, but... Yeah, you're going to be buying the same game refined every single year for every, you know, every season for the rest of your natural yeah, life. Yeah, I mean, they've been doing that with, you know, with the hockey and the American football for a few years. Uh, so it wasn't necessarily a new yeah. idea to to them, but it was certainly a new idea to us. And it is it is a big step forward from FIFA International Soccer. I have to say, it's graphically better, it plays better, and it's got a lot more stuff on it. Yeah, FIFA International Soccer, for example, doesn't have any club teams. Oh right, um, yeah. It, FIFA International Soccer had forty eight international teams and some all stars. Mm-hmm. Whereas FIFA 95 had 58 international teams. So that's 10 more for fans of mathematics. And there's also 154 playable club teams from eight different leagues, including an American league, which, as you've already pointed out, didn't exist at the time. Yes, They just sort of cobbled cobbled one together out of um, places in America, old teams from the uh the nasl yeah nasl and uh some canadian teams obviously the studio where they made it was in canada and some mexican teams right the thing is that fifa 95 is the first one that i remember which is probably the reason why why I chose it. We didn't I don't I don't remember playing the first version where you could only have international teams. And it was the game that we played when sensible soccer wasn't around, you know, if we if we only played sensible soccer at the time on a Commodore Amiga. And if the owner of the Commodore Amiga wasn't about, FIFA was the was the backup. FIFA was because we all we all had a Mega Drive each. So you could just drop around to somebody's house and play it on the Mega Drive, whereas there was this one guy who had an Amiga, and he would just like bring it out with him if he was going out, and we'd just plug it in and play it. So you're you're 23 at this uh, point? Yeah, 23. Mm. So, or coming on to be 23. I was 15, Yeah. so obviously slightly slightly different, uh, different experience. But this was the first FIFA game that I had, and um, played it a lot, as you might expect. I mean... You know, get, you get Mega Drive, want a football game, and this was the football game to get. I think the general consensus was that it was better than any other game. And I, you know, I've been playing around a little bit with some of the, some of its competitors, some of its uh, contemporaries, mm. and it is. I think it does stand quite high above. Most of them. Well, it's worth remembering. It is worth remembering that there were official games made for the 1990 uh, and 94 World Cups. And the 1991 was buggy to hell. 
uh, didn't really play properly. And the 94 one was no. an improvement, but really still not very good. They were both made by US Gold. The 1990 one was very similar to uh, Super Kickoff. That sort of top-down. It was look. yeah. It it was based on a game called Tecmo World Cup, which had actually come out about five yes. years earlier, an arcade game which had been available. It feels like it yeah. when you play it. It feels yeah. Like it. So and the '94 one is is very um, sensible soccer esque. Yeah, but again, but without yeah. without the playability or joy. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we're obviously we're going to do sensible soccer. I feel as though we need to ration the very famous games a little bit. Otherwise, this series will be over and done with and people will be losing interest. So um, next week's... Yeah, we've got to really suffer for our Yeah, lives. next week's will be a more obscure choice. I'll be having a look at that a bit later on this evening. But this one was something else altogether. And I think the, the, the key thing was the isometric view which had been yes. used on kind of action adventure yes. games on the on on home micros since the really not long after they first came out uh ant attack on the zx spectrum which came out in 1983 is the first isometric game that i can think of there may well be one that's earlier than that but that kind of top down from a diagonal angle was not familiar in football games so this was something that I, I yeah I do think it looks better than most of its contemporaries, but most strikingly it looks different to all of its contemporaries. There wasn't another game, another football game like it, and it was very. It would be very easy no. to take, um, you know, Microprose Soccer or Sensible Soccer or Kickoff or Kickoff Two or Dino Dini's Goal, any of those games, and, and kind of start to get them a bit mixed up in your head because they're all top-down from quite a long way up and they all look, you know, kind of similar, even if there are vast differences in quality between a lot of them. But this one had its own look and it had its aesthetic from the very first iteration of the game and I think that that's probably what really helped to establish it in this country At the Mirror we've received many calls one of them said someone has won the other million pound prize before we've even had a chance to play this won't happen with our win a million prize it can be won this weekend and claimed up to 6pm on September the 3rd play win a million in the Daily Mirror Sunday Mirror or Sunday People from now on I guarantee you will all get a fair and equal chance to play and win one of our millions. From the point of view of of, uh, framing this podcast, I suggested that what we should do is play a World Cup each. Yes. Um with with Scotland and actually it it for me it proved a very fecund experience in very easily gave itself to me quickly writing down a list of pros and cons about FIFA 95 that I maybe had forgotten or suppressed yeah I mean I got so far into it and then about three days ago and then just it, it was playing up so I got a bit sick of it so I just knocked it on the head so I went back to it today um about about three hours ago and right okay everything is switched off let's get it going i've got this time to myself i'll play this world cup and let's see what happens and i enjoyed it when it was going all right but i (laughs) found the controls 
completely counterintuitive. And a lot of the time, the players were not doing what I was pressing the buttons for them to do. And I don't know how much of that is my, you know, my monkey paws. And I don't know how much of it was the emulation. And I don't know how much of it is what the original game was like. But I found it to be a fairly dispiriting experience on the it whole. is actually that is one of the the key things that i put down in in my uh, cons column uh, and i don't think it's just us uh, because i mean obviously we we're playing these via an emulator we don't have the original cartridges with the instruction manuals or anything so we are sort mm-hmm. of having to hoof it a little bit in terms of figuring out what all the buttons do um and I think that the, the controls on FIFA are, again, they're a step up from its contemporaries at the time. But now, to play it, it is maddeningly frustrating at times. I mean, for a start, it is completely reliant on the B button. Yeah. Mm-hmm. B button more or less does everything. It d- does your tackling, it does your passing, it does your selecting of players. So... Mm. Many is the time, and uh, this is something I remembered from um, 25 years ago as well, that if you were involved in a tight game, many is the time that you would accidentally be backheeling the ball. Yeah, yeah, or just kicking it in completely the wrong direction and, you know, spinning on their heels to do it as well. Yeah. You know, there, there there seemed to be something in the... AI which wasn't quite working properly it wasn't completely refined and there's no there's no sprint button so the only sprint button that there is is also B you can yes. dribble the ball slightly faster but of course yeah. if you press it too much you're going to do a pass yeah yeah I, I couldn't figure that out at all I, I knew that you could sprint with the ball and I was able to sprint with the ball, but it would inevitably end after about two or three seconds with me just kicking it straight to somebody on the other team and being like, what, what, what's the point in having that all on the same button? Then? How did you do in your World Cup? That's the first question that we should ask. Well, um, my team, my Scotland team... In their unaccustomed red and white kit. In red shirts, white, white shorts and fucking... I mean, don't even. I mean, that's not... <laughs> I have literally no idea why they did that because that would not in any sense be considered a breach of copyright. You know, even on the, even on all the other games, I don't remember seeing a game where they've just given everybody the, 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 you You know, you can't copyright a blue shirt and white shorts and red socks. That's not that you can't copyright the concept of that. I mean, you can copyright individual kit designs, but that's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about here is no one could be bothered to find out what colour Scotland played in. Um, I, I mean, I, my best guess is that having just got on board with FIFA and having just found that, oh, actually, we haven't got the rights to anything, that they kind of went a little bit overboard on the not making them look like it thing. I mean, if you're yeah. trying to make... a international football game look realistic you've got to have the teams playing in the right shirts i'm not one of those who's so bothered about the um the player names it doesn't really matter that much to me but the the color of the the color of the jerseys is important you know but um 
Yeah, but I mean, my team was drawn into a group with Israel, Portugal, and Belgium, which isn't actually a bad draw because Portugal are quite quite bad on on FIFA ninety five for. Uh, they I'm not are. Quite sure what reason? They are, but Belgium are decent because they got to the quarterfinals yes. of the last the last World Cup. So Bel- Belgium yeah. are decent. They were the like the the best team. In the, I was drawn uh, with Spain, Chile, and Hungary, so it's similar sort of group. Uh, one one good team and two not so good teams. Okay, so my record reads. Do you want the complete record, or should I give you a game by game? Whatever you, you feel by... more comfortable with. Okay, well, first game versus Israel, lost one nil. Um. I, the goal came in 12 seconds. No, and I mean, all right, that's 12 FIFA <laughs> seconds, so, you know. But, I mean, well, no, they are like... actually, on FIFA 95, the clock is, uh, yeah. it counts yeah. down. Also, I think FIFA 95 could be the progenitor of the now standard four minutes per half format, which is, uh, you know, whatever football game you play, that is the sort of default setting for a half. And yeah. um, I think FIFA could be the, the the genesis point of this. Yeah, I mean, that game was a fat sack of nothing. Um, <laughs> I, I think the goal was one of about three shots on target that either team had. Israel <laughs> clearly weren't any good, but I was trying to figure out what the controls were and trying to get them to work in a kind of consistent way that works for me. So it all really landed on the second game yeah. which of course was against Portugal and I mean I didn't know whether Portugal were any good in this or not until the teams came up and it had their kind of it has like a bar with their various abilities yeah on it and they were they were toilet they were rubbish so I was like oh okay I mean it's they're, still, well, yeah they're one of the weaker teams on the game yeah, it's still Portugal, but I mean they were wearing green shirts and red shorts, and I, you know, that that didn't help. I think that was their that was their away kit, uh, which had been forced upon them by the fact that Scotland were in there. In red. there, yeah. So uh, we took they took the lead with an early goal in that game. Actually, that was another mm. early goal, another twelve second goal. Only it was me that scored it this time. Yeah, scored by Jeremiah Fairweather. I've given all the players first names, even though they have initials. So oh, yes, uh, he was going to be he was going to be Judas, as it's Easter. <laughs> but uh, I decided for Jeremiah in the end. I I just I gave anyone who had a J, uh, yep. and there are three, I think, three Js: uh, McCombe, Fairweather, and McMillan. They're all jock. Well, obviously, obviously, yeah. but. Um, yeah, so so I got the early goal, and it was all right. It was going well until, in the second half, everything suddenly and quite unexpectedly went to tits, <laughs> and there was a and a hat trick in. Let me just work this out. A hat trick in a minute and fifty eight seconds. Wow. Uh, all three goals scored by Rodney Costa. Now I know I could have gone for Rui <laughs> Costa, and that would have been accurate. Yeah. Uh, but no, Rodney Costa scored um, scored all he three was of the theirs. Brother of Rui Costa. Yeah, and then with thirteen seconds to play, Charalambos Galloway uh, 
pulled back a goal, but I was out of time. I didn't. I didn't have time. Actually, I, I do actually think that if I'd had another, you know, minute or so, possibly would have got the equaliser. Uh, but it wasn't to happen. And then the last game was against Belgium, who were wearing white and burgundy. Which I just um, and uh, lost that game three uh, nil. Oh. 3-0. Oh. Yeah, two goals for Eric Senza and uh, <laughs> one for, uh, for one for Aristotle Payet. He got the third one in okay. there. That, and that was quite... I, I think Belgium would describe that as um, quite a routine win. I don't. I don't yeah. think I stretched them particularly hard in that game. I had a few shots. I was actually getting into position to have some shots, but it wasn't. It wasn't really. Wasn't really happening for me. So I finished bottom of the group with no points. Yeah. Uh, Belgium yeah. and Israel qualified. Portugal in third. Uh, yeah. And the and the tournament was won by the European All Stars, and so help me God, if I find the person who thought that was a good idea to put that into a World Cup, I will wring their bloody neck. Yeah, is the the All Stars European All Stars? Yeah, oh, go fuck yourselves, EA. They've always been shit. They always will. Be. <laughs> uh, it's probably because I have more experience of the game. Uh, but I did a little bit better than you in Bombs. my uh, World Cup. I, like you, lost the first game 1-0. Um, I was playing okay. Spain. All right. Second game, what I did was I made a tactical tweak. There are five different formations that you can um, employ. Uh-huh. Scotland's default is 4-4-2. I changed to a 4-3-3. So I added an extra man up front. I could have used one of the two substitute forwards that I have on the on the team. I, instead, I kept the same starting eleven, but pushed uh, P Ness up. <laughs> yeah, P Ness. The good thing I, what, about what, that is that it sounds like it's being said in a Scottish accent. If it was P Ness, it wouldn't sound right. Where's P Ness? What what was the name that you uh, gave him? Just P. <laughs> I, I just think I penis, mean, just penis. Pe- penis. The thing about penis sounds. It just sounds like somebody saying penis in a Scottish accent. Yeah, I do not believe enough. for right. a second that that wasn't done deliberately. Oh, I by mean, the way, I would, I would like to, I would like to hope not. Um, yeah, I moved penis up into the number ten position, and it paid off handsomely. I managed to score two. Did he rain down? Did 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 penis rain down goals? PNS rained the pain. Um, uh, he scored. Tw- he scored twice as, as we beat Chile two one. Okay. Final game, lost one nil to Hungary, and I have to say I feel sore about this one. In in the uh, Hungarian game, they scored their goal. Yeah. Because uh, my goalkeeper threw the ball straight out to their forward. Well, uh, I mean, and, and he drilled it straight back in. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna give EA some you know, a little bit of credit for accurately representing what a Scotland match in a World Cup oh, finals absolutely. would be like, because that's such a Scotland thing to do, isn't it? You know? Yeah. Lose the lose the last game. You're on the cusp of qualifying, lose the last game because your goalkeeper's kicked it out to the... Yeah. Would a, uh, would a draw have been enough? Forward. A draw would have been enough. 
In fact, it turned out that a loss was enough because it's a 24-team Oh, so you qualified as a third-place... We we scraped through in third place. I hate and that. I well, thought, that, now the yeah. game is completely unrealistic because if that had been the rule and that had been the way it was being done, then Scotland would have finished bottom. So we pushed we pushed into the the sec the the knockout phase. Beat Austria three two. Oh right. I think that there was Aust- one of Austria's goals at least was scored in the exact same way that Hungary scored their goal. But we're in the quarter final against the Asian All Stars. Right. Mark. Mark you drew that one one all and lost four one on penalties. And the overall winner of the tournament, you'll be pleased to hear, was not an all stars team. Uh, the overall winner was Morocco, who uh, beat the Asian all stars in the final. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is the thing, isn't it? That again, it all comes down to the AI, and I mean, it's not helpful having all stars teams, they could easily have just put in just another couple of national teams. Yeah. And then having and then having Morocco win the tournament is just I mean, oh look look, God love you, Morocco. Home of the Fez. Um that you're never gonna get <laughs> you're never gonna get any complaints from me about Morocco. <laughs> but no. but they ain't gonna be they ain't gonna be winning the World Cup anytime in the foreseeable future. It's interesting to look at the the list of, of the teams that did make it. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know, there's who you'd expect: um, yep. Argentina, Brazil, France, Germany, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh, and there's also maybe, shall we say, lesser international teams mm-hmm. or teams with a lesser international profile who've obviously made it in because it's going to be a good market to sell the game in. Australia and Canada, uh, New Zealand all managed to make it, which, you know, if you were choosing the 58 best international teams in the world, New Zealand probably wouldn't necessarily get in. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Australia probably would. Although they haven't... I think Australia, they yeah. Haven't made Australia a... would. Canada, Canada wouldn't. Well, Qatar but, but probably then, wouldn't. Yeah, but then at the same time, you know, Canada is where they were making the game. So... Yeah, absolutely. You know, and right. uh, you've also you've also got Bolivia, who are off the back of qualifying for their first World Cup. India are in there. Okay, right. Ir- yeah, one would Iraq assume, are in yeah, there. Yeah, one would assume that was market led. Iraq, I saw Iraq in there, and thought Iraq are in there, but Iran are not. Wow. Saudi Arabia, uh, Qatar, and UAE all make it. South Africa and South Korea both made it. Uh, they they didn't make the cut in the previous game. Okay. Hong Kong, however, yes. featured in this one and the one before. Again, I think must have been um, uh, potentially one would assume a good yeah, market. Yeah, one would assume a marketing a marketing decision makes me wonder whether or not what you said about EA was completely correct. The taste of India. Curvy. Lager. Experience the taste of India. The Regency Tandoori Restaurant. Private functions catered for. Takeaway service available. 
The game, to me, has numerous shortcomings. The pitch is too small um, for the size of the players. Yeah, There's never any space anywhere on the pitch. As soon as you've got the ball, you've got to get rid of it, which doesn't exactly help you know, a passing game particularly. And I'm a big fan of yeah. getting rid of it. Yeah, Get the goalkeepers are mediocre at best. Yeah, although the goalkeepers were an improvement on the ones from uh, the previous game, where I believe you could quite easily score by just standing in front of them as they did yeah. their kick. Yeah, I think I think that's right. Yeah, and um, and like I say, you've just got this whole issue with the. Just the inconsistency of the controls. You would press a button, move in a direction, and you couldn't be 100% certain of what exactly it was going to do. And like I say, I don't know whether... I don't remember whether the original was like that. But I mean, I certainly remember people scoring goals just by, you know... I think it was. I think, to, to be honest, it all came flooding back. And I think at the time... It, it, it was at the cutting mm. edge, really, this game. Uh, and it, you couldn't really get an, a, a game better. Well, you than could. It. You could get sent. You uh, could get. You could. You could play sensible soccer and have more fun. Yeah. Sensible soccer made no particular um, claims towards being particularly realistic, although sensible soccer doesn't play as realistically. Sensible soccer is very much. It's an arcade to end. It's an, yeah. sweeping. Yeah, it's an arcade very game. fast. But it does, I think, it captures the cadence of football much better than FIFA does. FIFA feels kind of lumpen and porridgey by by comparison. Yeah, uh, but I suppose my point is, you could put up with you could put up with the shortcomings in the controls in 1995, whereas now. Absolutely infuriating. And of course, what I was adding to the the frustration for me is that I was using a um, a PlayStation. Yes. Yeah. Joypad. Mm-hmm. So I'm sat there thinking of how intuitive and responsive the controls are on on a modern FIFA game or PES because I mean, let's face it, they're virtually identical to yeah. control. Uh, and just thinking, this is just. Clunk, clunky, clunky. Yeah, clunky. just like I say, just lumpen. I mean, you you take go to take a throw in, and like a square appears on the pitch, and you think, okay, well, if I aim it towards yeah. the middle of that square, if I can get the square, the middle of the square over a player, then presumably, and then it just throws it in completely different directions. So what's the fucking point in having that there in the first place? Then yeah, and uh, I'm. I'm just like, you know, defenders would go to clear the ball, but they would clear it by whacking it towards the goal rather than away from it. And a couple of times there would be like 35-yard shots from your own player that would whiz just over the crossbar. You do get the feeling that FIFA is a game that has been designed by people who've read about football. But haven't necessarily seen it. Yeah, there's a lot of if somebody takes a throw in or crosses the ball, they will attempt an overhead kick without you pressing a single button. I noticed that several <laughs> times, or attempt a header. And it's like, well, no, yeah. I don't want you to do that. I didn't I didn't tell you to do that. I didn't press any buttons for you to do that. That's you just that's the computer just taking control for a few seconds away from you. And again, that's that's frustrating. That's not what I want. 
Um, so yeah, it, it was problematic, is what I would say. Problematic. I've got my list of pros and cons. Uh, let's. I mean, let's start with the yep. positivity, and then we can get into the yep. real fun bit. First, first thing that I, I uh, wrote down on my list is the sound of a foul, because there's a real, you know, a good hard thump. There is, isn't there? There's a real when you foul somebody. Real, like, you know, real satisfying, yeah. Yeah. really satisfactory yeah. wallop. Uh, and also, if you press B and C together, you can punch somebody. Yes. basically, and get away with it. Sometimes I did. Well, yes, I, I didn't. Get away I didn't with it. get any. I enjoy that. I didn't get any red or yellow cards for it, so I assume that you always got away with it. I want that in modern football games. And the fact that they're not there beggars belief. Well, the problem with modern football games is that they're so fucking po-faced. You know, everything is completely serious. This is a simulation. This is exactly what it's like. You can see every bead of sweat on there. And it's like... Yeah, I understand, but this game has an almost pathological lack of sense of humour now, you know? It's just, (laughs) this is fever, it's important. And it's like, maybe to to you, you know? Well, and that brings me actually to the third thing I wrote in the good things, which is celebration noises. Yeah. There are three three celebration noises if you score a goal. There's uh, somebody... A commentator shouting goal. Goal! Yep. There's a honk. Yeah. And um, there's a firework. Yeah. With a little, uh, a little uh, sort of. Scoreboard display. Um, yes, I noticed the scoreboard display. There's little animations in there which are, are quite, uh, again, show a game that has perhaps retained a sense of humour that is now completely absent from football and the way that football wants to project itself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the, and part of the problem with that is that if they did introduce jokes into the modern iteration of FIFA, if they didn't have, have an option where you could punch the referee in the face and run off, and if you lost him, you wouldn't get sent off. If you had those things in it, people would go ballistic. Because what they're actually giving <laughs> people nowadays is what they want. People do take FIFA too seriously, you know. Yeah. The last three things are things which my 15 year old self would never have forgiven me if i didn't point out okay um which were important things at the time firstly you could pass accurately on the game which was pretty revolutionary for a football game at the time a lot of them were you know just lump it forward and see what happens yeah nice nice easy to use interface it's very tidy it's very clean yeah, I mean, obviously, it looks unbelievably dated by modern standards, but um, by modern standards, yeah, but, but yeah, it's it is clean. It is easy to use. It tells you everything you need, and it tells you everything you need in words. And you'd be surprised, as I was, playing a lot of the contemporary games of FIFA '95. How many of them used sort of um, 
little graphical representations oh yeah than well, words yeah pic- to... uh, picture menus were they were very fashionable at the time that's the problem with yeah. that is that is that and they are absolutely fucking yeah useless. and they don't work at all unless you happen to know what each one of those graphics <laughs> actually literally means and they're not always obvious we will probably do a game which uh, that i will keep the name under wraps for now but we will probably do it's a management game which the entire look of the game is based around those and i think there will be a, there will be one game in this series where i can guarantee i will come to the recording and you will ask me what I thought of the game, and I'll have to admit that I couldn't even get it started mm. because I'd, I'd spent 12 hours trying to figure out how it worked. The, one of the worst ones, actually, the worst offenders for this was um, the uh, 1994 official World Cup game. Mm-hmm. Now, FIFA 95's release was pushed so that it didn't coincide with the official World Cup game. Mm-hmm. Um and the official World Cup games interface looks great, and it's got the official mascot, who was a dog. Yeah. But yep. you just try getting anything out of that. It's like blood from a stone territory. Yeah. I mean, he, he was the beginning of the end for um, for football football World Cup mascots, wasn't he? Because the one before it yeah. had been that kind of abstract thing with a football on its head in Italy. And so this one was the beginning of of the end. The dog with big ears. What was his name? Was it Bounder, Bouncer, something like that? Uh, something, something like yeah. that. And then there was a cock. There was a, for France ninety eight. There was obviously a cockerel. Yeah, that Footix. Footix was his name. Yeah. <laughs> the absolute death knell was uh, when they went to Japan and Korea. I mean, for a start, Japan and Korea were barely speaking anyway yeah so you're not going to get an awful lot of useful committee ideas mm-hmm. and you you give a, a japanese person the job of making a mascot and they're going to come back with something that is just completely yeah. absurd yeah and so and to western know, yeah, eyes and preferably something they can have sex with. <laughs> if if that's if that's what they want to do yeah yeah the last point uh and this again this is is purely 15 year old me it came with a save mode that worked yes again now somewhere because obviously it's made of plastic and i'm not sure where it will be whether it's gone to landfill or whether it's uh was it, it's been donated to a charity shop somewhere will be my copy of fifa 95 yeah and i would vouch all the saves on that would still work now if you oh, quite, had yeah, a fun- you you're more likely to not be able to find a functioning console than you are to not be able to open those save files. That was rock solid, and yeah. by God, there were so many games at the time where it would give you a forty character password that you would scrupulously write down and then have to put in with a joypad, and it wouldn't work. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. that that made a huge difference. So well done, EA, on that front. Mm-hmm. That said, now we can get onto my grievances. Mm-hmm. We, we've we've touched already on on one of them, which is that the control method is uh, you know the controls are not good. It's too reliant on the B button and just does what it likes. For yeah, too you much don't. Of the time. Yeah, you don't always feel as if you are actually in control of the play. No, 
And the thing is that, you know, they're not real players, so there's nothing to, you know, compare it against. It's No. It's, without those official names, it is kind of um, stripped of context, I suppose, you'd say. The, the, the fact that the players are not real players makes my next objection all the more objectionable, which mm-hmm. is that the, play, the players are all identical. They now, are. Yeah. You can make you can make anything you want, really. One mm-hmm. of the great one of the great joys of uh, some of the the NBA games at the time was you could make your own custom players and you would have a motley crew usually made up of three players who were as tall as you could make them and then two players who were as short as you could make them and some of them would be really really fat and some of them would be really really thin. Mm-hmm. There's none of that. They're all just absolutely identical. Some of them will have darker skin colour. Some of them will have lighter skin colour. Very, very infrequently, and maybe not at all, do you get a mixture of skin colours within a team. Which, again, is not particularly realistic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, even if you've got a team of 11 honkies, that's still 11 different skin colours. Which you know your modern day football game probably capture all of the uh, unique hues of the world's eight billion inhabitants completely accurately and with no joy. Mm-hmm. There's only four ways to score that we know of. That we well, and I tell you, I've played this game enough that there. If there's an another way to score a goal, then you know answers on a postcard. For a start. Scoring from inside the box, forget about that. That's not mm-hmm. happening. Yeah, no, you got um, you got to shoot from distance. I figured that out quite quickly. You have to. There are four ways. I don't. I'm, how many ways to score did you find? Because here, here are the four ways to score, right? And one of them is quite advanced okay. and requires and requires a good team as well. You can't do it with any old uh, bunch of herberts. The four ways to score. 30 yard screamer that's your that's your bread and butter way to score then there is an alternative method which is sort of 50 to 40 yards from the sideline you can lob the goalkeeper mm-hmm. you can score a header that's a way that you can score inside the box although obviously it's not easy to do but it was easier to do than in many other football games at the time where scoring mm-hmm. a header you just didn't even bother trying. It was like Arsenal, like under Arsene Wenger. And the fourth, and I may, you know, this could be, this could absolutely revolutionise a lot of uh, modern FIFA 95 players' games because they may, may not even know about this one. But if you are with a good enough team and you are yourself adept enough at a player, what you can do is get the ball to the touchline and pass it back diagonally to a striker who will be somewhere around the penalty spot Mm -hmm. and they can then pass the ball into the net and that is the only way that I ever found to score a goal from inside the penalty area from open play with your foot Hmm. interesting Uh, and I think the only teams that you could really ever do it with effectively were, you know, Juventus, Brazil, Man United, yeah. mm-hmm. Blackburn Rovers at the time, who were one of the best uh, teams on the game. That, for me, 
it's not it's not football, is it? No, I mean, not certainly. Really not. Every goal being a thirty-yard screamer is not football. football it is when I me, it is when I'm playing. Well, yeah, but football for me is, and one of the things I love about modern. I mean, uh, I don't have any modern FIFA games. I've got a, a Pez game from a few years ago. I think it's twenty eighteen. Yeah, and one of the things I like about it is there is a, a almost infinite variety of ways that you can score you really can get balls going in off somebody's knee off somebody's ass completely by accident you, you know mm-hmm. the gary lineker goals yeah and they're yeah, the, no, they're the goals that we love they're the goals that people who who like to watch football games mm-hmm. really i mean really relish those goals the 30 yard mm-hmm. screamers they're all very well and good but you know what you I get want. bored. You get bored of them quickly. That's the thing. Isn't it? Yeah, I my bread and butter is just scudding it in from four yards out. That's what I like to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, the uglier the better. And, FIFA, and the other thing FIFA is, FIFA ninety five doesn't do it. Yeah, and the other thing is that when you know that you've got a really your best chance of scoring a goal is from whacking it into the top corner from thirty yards then suddenly whacking the ball into the top corner from 30 yards starts to look quite a lot less appealing. Yeah, you're starting to look for methods that aren't that the, yeah, to try and like give a yourself real a bit of variety. Match. Yeah. yeah. And all, I mean, the number of times that I was through on goal and I thought, God, I'm, I'm in here. Yeah. And then realised that I'd completely forgotten myself and had run into the box and then had to sort of... <laughs> Back pedal back out if I actually wanted to score a goal. It was galling. Yeah. And, yeah. and that is one of the. And it's a big. It's a complaint about a lot of the early FIFA games. And it's not just FIFA 95. FIFA International Soccer had it. I think, really, it wasn't until FIFA 97, perhaps, that it started. You know, someone nudged, nudged them and said. Actually, most goals are scored from inside the box, you know. Yeah, they, these all look very spectacular, but that's not what football's actually like. Now, you know, what what you've watched there, lads, is a showreel. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. There's, a, I mean, there are a lot of teams and competitions in the game. That's a good thing. But there's no real players. There's no real competitions. And there's no editor, so you yeah. can't and there's, do anything and there's, about it. And there's all-star teams playing in the fucking World Cup finals. Uh, yeah, and again, the you can't pricks. do anything about that. There's no, no editor, so you can't say, well, I want to do a World Cup, and I'm going to choose the yeah, well, 32-team well, a... World Cup, and it's yeah. going to have these 32 teams in it. You, yeah, you can't I mean, there is that. a there is a way of doing it, which is just to go back and start it again every time one of them comes up until none of them, neither of them do. Or, or yeah. three of them, and, and and that's 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 not exactly a satisfactory way of progressing with it, is it? No one's no one's got the energy for that. I mean, I oh, suppose God, people not. in nineteen ninety five would have done, uh, but you know they weren't worried about dropping dead of coronavirus any minute. Yeah, true. The teams, are, I mean, for example, this is this is very Scotland Scotland World Cup specific. The teams are very tactically unbalanced. There's no excuse for this. Scotland had on their subs bench I think each team has 16 players uh, and it includes two goalkeepers mm-hmm. 
Uh, and on the Scotland bench, there were two midfielders and two forwards. Well, where's where's the defenders? You know, yeah. yeah. You you've made all these players up. Um, uh, why are you giving me an unbalanced team? Yeah, it's fair. It's fair. And again, I mean, this is this the Scotland World Cup. You know, this this does have a bearing on it, but it, it, it by no means uh, is confined to our Scotland World Cup. The kits are rubbish, and they're, again, there's no editor. And there's no excuse for not having an editor. Um, sensible Soccer on the Master System, which came out, I think, maybe 1992, and that I had, yeah, had an extraordinarily functional editor function before every game you could select the colors for your team shorts socks and shirt including stripes if you so wished you could play in whatever color you wanted really Mm -hmm. um fifa none of that and there's there's no stripes there's no hoops there's no adornment of any kind yeah yeah so you know Sheffield Wednesday playing solid blue, Juventus playing solid black. Um, it grinds you down. Blackburn playing, um, who were, as I say, one of the best teams in England at the time and the eventual champions in in the season that this depicts. Yeah, playing sky blue shirts and white yeah. shorts, so yeah, like a that, common then? Man City. Yeah. Um, and as I say, there is no excuse for not having the, these things. Um, Striker had a again had a, a, a really very functional kit editor. Yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? But I mean, all games should have that. It's half the fun. It's half the fun. The kit editor. Oh, absolutely. No, I mean, the, I last mean the... Ga- the last the last game that I got was Pro Evolution eighteen, as you know, and I spent yes. considerably more time in the in the kit editor than I did actually playing matches. Oh dear, get it, get it looking. I mean, I I mean, I went to extraordinary lengths, and and down several different avenues, and had a wonderful time doing it, um, and wonderful time doing what is actually quite laborious, long-winded, yeah. and frustrating Ad- work. Administrative, administrative, <laughs> yeah, administrative duties. detail. Yeah. Um, you know, just just a. Uh, just a fucking kit editor so that Scotland don't have to play in red. Like a you know? pack of fucking idiots. Yeah. Just yeah, it the doesn't ability work. for doesn't a team work. to have stripes. You know? Yeah. And I, no, I know I've, I love stripes. As we, everybody who's ever listened to any of our podcasts will know, I'm a big believer yeah. in stripes. Um, yeah. Oh, oh. Um, maybe, I mean, maybe it's better that it doesn't have uh, have uh, a kit editor because one thing I found out with the Scotland thing is that although it will remember all of your options yeah that you've you've picked mm-hmm. it doesn't remember tactical changes between Good. games yeah. so if you if you make a cunning tactical change as I did to put Ness up front in a 3 <laughs> you will <laughs> have to do it you're going to have to get your Ness out every single game basically and what happened in the end is i thought do you know what i don't care enough about winning this game yeah to have to go in and make and it's not a big change to have to make but still penis is retracting into his shell absolutely uh and this 
last complaint this is not uh this is not a complaint from 15 year old me because 15 year old me didn't have this problem but 40 year old me has this problem and it is this the computer has no chill whatsoever when it scores a goal yeah as mm-hmm. soon as that fucking ball crosses the line it's yeah. riding it's riding the goal the hooter the things and it's just rubbing it in and the, the i don't i don't need the computer kicking me when i'm down because the chances are the goal that has been scored was due to the computer's completely inadequate control system rather than any failing of my own so mm. you know it's 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 screwed me out of a goal and now it's celebrating like it's going to beat you in the world cup well and eventually they did fifa 95 yeah i mean i said last week of football manager would would play again yeah, uh, FIFA '95 is a game I, I I've played a lot, and I a lot of sort of residual fondness and fond memories of it. I honestly don't know if I would play it again. I don't think I'll bother because it was enormously good at the time and a very important step, but it is a step that we are now long, long past. Long, long past, and I don't need that in my life. I'll, pl- I tell you, I'll play sensible soccer again. Oh, totally, totally. Um, we will I be doing pl- that. I was game. playing sensible soccer. I was playing sensible soccer not the other day, and yeah. having a rare old time yeah, doing it. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? It just, it's but, just great. It's just really, really, really good. There's no fun. There's no fun to be had playing FIFA because it sets itself up as the most realistic game yeah. that had ever been made, which it was, mm-hmm. but it, it doesn't quite have the chops. Yeah, to, I mean, yeah, the prob- yeah. I mean, the problem with with setting yourself up as the most realistic game is that you've then got to be the most realistic game, and if that yeah. means that players can't do all the overhead kicks and flying volleys that you know give teenagers a semi. Then so be it, you know. I, I just, I was just thinking. I found a, I found a TV advert for FIFA '95 that came out. Okay. Uh, at, at the time, and it's got Jonathan Pierce on it. Jonathan Pierce also does the full EA Sports. It's in the game bit as well. Uh, All right. So I'll, that will be that will be stick uh, it in the podcast. Uh, that will be that will be our Easter egg for this yeah. podcast. So stay tuned. <laughs> Chuck it in there somewhere. But uh, there you go. I think we've rinsed it. I yeah. think we've. Uh, I think I've said all I have to say on this subject. Let's never speak of it again. Yeah. Don't know what we're going to go for next week. I'm inclined to either go full arcade or another management game. So uh, I, I've got I've got a few days to make a decision. So I will sit something down. really shit, something really awful, yeah. I something will that's sit... going to drive me insane. Yeah. I will sit down with my joystick in my hand. And knock something out, <laughs> and uh, we'll figure it out. But um, it will be it will be an interesting one. And uh, actually, actually, I think I know what it is going to be. But uh, I'll tell you once we stop our recording devices. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, I mean, that's me done for this week, and that's you yeah, done as well, thanks. I should think. Find us I on Twitter, TWOHT, or on uh, Facebook at uh, 200%.net or 200%pod. You can also nowadays find us on Apple. Don't forget to rate, review, blah, 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 blah. And we're now also on Acast as well. So if you want to get to us through Acast, you can get to us through Acast. All the details are on the webpage at 200%.net. So that'll do us then for this week. We'll be back again the same time next week. Thanks for listening and goodbye. Mega Drive, EA Sports. It's in the game.